Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. <sighs> that was all the energy I had. <laughs> Ladies and future boys, welcome back to the School for Wayward Nerds 2023 edition. Um, we are kicking things off with just an easing into it episode. I am your host, Toby DePaula, and I'm joined by Paris Kaya. Hi! Kaya, explain to us something. Go. <laughs> Um, rather than the, the new me, new, not new year, new me, we went with the new year, same us. No, look, listen, listen. It's, it's new year, new me. At no point does it say you have to be a better version. I don't want to get worse. I'm already pretty, like, down as it is. It's, it's, Actually, it's time for us to really train wreck out. I, I have to, I have to admit the whole new year. Really started off with the worst version. I lost my voice for like a week. Yeah. So sorry if I sound better than usual. I was bummed out I didn't have any Fallout War podcasts like ready to roll because you sounded ghoulish. Yeah. If, if you know, as a point of reference. I could I could have written, I could have written, I could have read out some, um, like journal entries or something. Yeah. Really put the old razzle dazzle to it. The old raspel dazzle. Um. Well, in a lot of our pop culture, like nerdy circles at the moment, they're talking about um, what is it? The Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whichever movie one is currently happening. I think it's the Oscars. But because none of those fucking matter, <laughs> I want to talk about other cool stuff. No, it does. No, they don't. Brendan Fraser's making his big comeback. Yeah. And the people have decided that. So, uh, uh, like, seven or eight old jerk-offs that don't actually watch any movies anyway that judge that shit. Don't matter. Actually, they're saying that this is the Oscars where it's really changing because they've <laughs> extended the voter pool, which is why everything all at once come for nothing is getting a lot of awards. Because mm. otherwise it wouldn't because it's mostly an Asian cast. That's why I think it is winning all the awards is like a... It's the token contestant of that whole thing. Well, look, it's okay if you don't want to talk about that. We can segue straight into Rick and Morty. So... Where a bunch of old white men are doing things they shouldn't. Shock horror. No, just one this time. At the moment, as it stands. That's the other big news thing currently, is the whole um, Rick and Morty thing. But... Don't don't drag Rick and Morty into it. It's one dude. (sighs) He's just known for a commodity. Yeah, that's his thing. Um, I'm at like a weird net zero with the with the whole thing. Because like... It's hard to word. Because he, um, he's been uh, removed by like Adult Swim, Squanch Games, you know, the accounting VR people. Um, Does the podcast And a few others. Anymore? Hey? Harmontown? Yeah. Unrelated. Justin Royland, wrong guy. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but Harmon's on there sometimes. Yeah, but it's the other guy. Yeah. That's the dude who keeps writing incest jokes into Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> that's the other white guy that's doing things he shouldn't. Um, I hope the charges stick, because it would be weird if they completely, you know blacklisted him and then there were false accusations or something but at the same time you see some of the messages he sent to people like that have leaked through like reddit and stuff and if they're accurate yeah he's a pretty toxic guy 
And then I'm like, oh no, they're going to recast Rick and Morty. It's like, I have not given a shit about Rick and Morty in like four seasons. I haven't given a shit about it in longer than I was going to say, you haven't given a shit yet. Exactly. I keep my shits to myself. It was fine. And then the Szechuan sauce thing and the pickle Rick thing and it just... Oh boy. It got too popular if there's, for its own. If there's right. one thing that like will turn me off any thing in media, it's like a shitty fan base. Yeah. Yeah. I've put up with a lot of horny fan bases. But yeah, I, I ain't got time for jerks. <laughs> Do you think they'll just re- that, that, I think he's an easy person to replace. There's so many Rick and Morty impressions out there. It's oh, like yeah. it's like Bugs Bunny. Everyone has, like, a voice. Everyone's got a Christopher Walken impression. There's a Rick and Morty. As you say, so long as the accusations stick, Adult Swim handled it really well. Yeah, just idiots. They they just turned around and they were like, cool, it's still happening. One bad apple doesn't affect our three. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing, because there's, like, at least a couple other people working on that show. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's good that they didn't let one person. They're not punishing everyone. Mm. Which has happened, like... Oh, yeah. How many things have... Everyone who worked on that Hogwarts Legacy, fuck them. <laughs> Unfortunate, but... Batgirl. But, I will say this, not to toot my own horn, but I thought Harry Potter sucked before J.K. Rowling was a dickhead. Just shoot Voldemort. He can't be that big of a villain. He's struggling to take over a public school. Does it cost money? I wonder how the school fees work there. How much school costs money? Harry, Harry's fucking shitty fat uncle isn't paying for his school tuition. Harry has the vault in Gringotts. He don't need no nobody. Like, ever. How is he paying for... Hmm. Because they invite him. Is that a scholarship? No, is they he invite a, him. Is there legacy scholarships if you're, like, parents are famous? Or yes. Weird. Maybe he's that. Also, they don't invite him. He just gets his acceptance letter. Why? Because his name was on books from the day he was born. Oh. Fuck it. <laughs> do, do you really want me to go into Harry Potter lore here? You can, because let's see what other things I wanted to talk about today. Not much. Just just Harry Potter? I'm, I'm happy to just, like, roll my eyes at any Harry Potter thing you've got. Because the only, like, book adaptation turned movie I've got written down to segue into is Marlowe. I don't know if this is even the right section. Audience. Yeah. Hey, they've listened to us talk about Batman. Batman's a detective. He's noir when he's written well. We don't have a good detective. I do. I'm pretty sure we've done an episode on Sam Manslin. Yeah, we did. Because we're um, the only, like, fan base that are vocally screaming about how good that book is. Hmm. Alright, so. Marlowe's coming out. Liam Neeson. What do you think about that? Uh, weak casting choice. Yeah, weird book choice. Weird book choice. I think they're adapting the one they are because it's not one of the classics, so you're not going to know the ending necessarily. Mm. They're going with the black-eyed blonde. So check it out. Philip Marlowe, old famous crime detective, you know, Hollywood Sherlock Holmes kind of, in those old old sort of pulpy ways. Um, he was written by Raymond Chandler for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh... Raymond Chandler at some point dies of old age. And then in 2014, 
fan fiction released, more or less. And I was curious, so I listened to like the audiobook for this Black Eyed Blonde. I should have wrote down who wrote it, but eh, I don't know if it merits it. Continue. So it's written by Benjamin Black, sorry. But I, I, I didn't like it. I think it's a good one to use because its premise is good. But everything wrong with it, I don't think they could do. Because a lot of that book is just callbacks and references and like name but drops from the previous books. That's what I, th- that's what I mean. Because like, I don't know, like, you can't do Either it. you know it or you don't. You're not just going to sit there and name drop Tenny Le- Terry Lennox in whatever, fucking 2023. 20, that's what you hear it is now. Who the fuck would care? No one would get it. So they would have to tweak it in some sort of way that I think would help fix it. Yeah, but what if it's not a name drop yet? The book relies on you of reading the other ones, I think. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's actually quite tedious. But, the like, the whole build of the mystery is a good one. So yeah. I hope they mess up. It's one of the few times I'm like, don't, don't do it exactly the way it's supposed to be done. Do what you like with it. Hey, I'm curious to see it. I don't know. The, the trailer looks good. There's a few things that I'm like, really? That was the choice you made? Okay. Like having Liam Neeson with his Irish ass voice? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's one of them. It's not on, it's not on Audible anymore. I'm, I'm assuming it's a licensing thing, but Ray Porter is doing the voice of um, Phil Mallow is good. And it's hard to deal with anyone else at this point. Yeah, but we get pretty attached to like, McLeod Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's 100% where my brain went of, without him, is it really a thing? Oh, yeah. When they when they <laughs> replaced the super Irish guy with a slightly less Irish guy in the Skull Dogger Pleasant Audible books, heartbreaking stuff. Mm. What are some other things? The only other thing I've really watched since the new year is um My Dress Up Darling, that anime from, like, what, last year? Because I'm bad at seasonal lifers. Yay. I found it cute. I've still got one more episode to go. But um, it is clearly, clearly written self-insert dream girl style. Like, there's a moment in it when Lonely Dorky Boy gets, you know, is getting led around by hot, popular cool girl. She, the, the premise is he can sew. And that's all you need to know. Because she wants to cosplay. Yeah. Okay. So they go out together and they go shopping, look at wigs, look at fabrics and stuff. He gives a few opinions. She pays for all of her own shit, buys him food, and then says she appreciates him. And I'm like, wow. Nice. I could see exactly who and how this was written for. You don't have to do anything. you just got to show up and do the bare minimum. That's the dream. Oh. Isn't it just? Yeah. It's a good dub, which is rare. We don't. Look. I appreciate them where I can get them. I'm oh, dude! Speaking of dubs, the original Cowboy Bebop creator said he couldn't watch the Netflix adaptations. And I couldn't. I, I feel that though. <laughs> like that. I felt bad fun. for him. He's like, oh, buddy. That's that's your child. Yeah. We. I think we watched the first episode only. I'm trying to think if we did a podcast ever about that show. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Cool. 
<laughs> the other thing I've watched is um the Suicide Squad Airplane Edition. Oh yeah, how'd that go? So we went on a Christmas holiday to Japan, and on the flight I watched the Batman and Suicide Squad. Batman's pretty much straight verbatim. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. but Suicide Squad is the abridged version. There's so much violence and like a sex scene in that movie. How come a few swears are wrong? They had Peacemaker eat... They told him to eat a bag of bricks. I remember that being one. I like the ones that were good and the ones that were terrible. Because mm. you were so excited by both of them. There was, the, the only one that actually made sense is Polka Dot Man saying, I'm a mother-fighting superhero, instead of the other thing. Because, as you recall, horrific like mother issues on that boy. Um, but there's a part when... When Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn <laughs> calls um, Quarto Maltesian's, uh, what was it, Mario Kart Racing? Yeah. And I, I can't even remember what that was supposed to be. I'm sure it was motherfucking to some extent. But I like that as a weird racial stereotype that people from Quarto Maltese are just mad about Super Mario games. See, so That's that. now headcanon. <laughs> like, yeah, I want it to be context. a thing. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. Airplane edits are very weird sometimes. They fascinate me. Your I, turn. I, I what have you been of, doing? I watched a lot of stuff on the airplane and it was all exactly as I remember it. Mostly because I'm pretty sure the last time I watched the same movie, it was also on an airplane. I feel like I watched <laughs> Pete Davidson and the lady who voices the Harley Quinn in the animated series go on that date in the glittery room for like oh, hours. That's, that's the Indian restaurant. Because cause you watched it, and I swear to God, they go on that date for most of the film. I and then, like, the ne- the screen, like, you see through the crack in the chair. Yeah. They started watching it when you were done. And then I could see the glittery tree in, like, the next aisle over. <laughs> because it stands out. So I don't even know what that movie's called. Fucking hate it. I put it on <laughs> because I'm still trying to work out why everyone is obsessed with Pete David. Mm. Or Pete Davidson. I'm going to fact check his name. Whatever his because name we're, is. we're dumb. Um, he's not that great of an actor. He's uh, he's a funny man, he said. He wasn't that funny in this film. But it's... Pete Davidson, yeah. Okay. Not to be confused <laughs> with Pete Wentz, who also pops up. That's that's because Panic at the Disco is back, baby. It's Fallout Boy. Don't worry, we'll talk about it. Well, they're all just a big cacophony of fucking pop punk. We know that. It's all the same. Um. So, uh, it's Fifty First Dates, but less interesting plot. Okay. Which is bad, because that's one of the <laughs> lower Adam Sandler film sections. Um. Ka- Kaylee Keiko? Big Bang Theory lady. That one. I don't, I'm not sure. Decides that she wants to kill herself. Cool, cool, cool. But Relatable. she wants to get her nails done beforehand. You don't find this out until the end. I'm spoiling the whole film. Because Less you relatable. Should not watch it. <laughs> she wants to have her nails done because at least she wants to leave like a pretty corpse. Mm. The nail tech convinces her to go into the tanning bed, which is actually a time machine that winds back 24 hours. I know you say 51st days, but there's a lot of click to that as well. Does the salon lady ever turn out to be like? 
No, she's Death just personified? No, nah, she's just a swan lady. Shit. It's just like a typical... Could Christopher Walken has the TV remote and it turns out he's evil? No. Alright. No evilness to it. No. Um, but so... Kelly Cahill keeps, like, going back 24 hours because she thinks that the night that she spends with Pete Davidson is the best night of her life. Mm-hmm. So she does that for 12 months. It relieved that one night. It felt like I was watching it for 12 months. I wasn't even watching it. But she, like, eventually she starts getting bored, so she tries to, like, change a thing. Or, like, every night she confesses to him that they've lived this night before. And, like, it just goes on and on and on to the point he gets pissed off by it because he's sick of this, like, he he spends literally a night with the woman, first of all, telling him that they've already done this for 18 months and then the fact that she's going to jump off a bridge. Hmm. So then he uses the time machine to go back in time. And then she works out that you can go back in time more than 24 hours, so then she goes back and starts fixing his childhood, which messes him up even more. It, it's just fucked. But you get to it's the end where she's so decided that she's going to chuck herself off the bridge, and he's like, no, you're not. He just walks away. And then... Like, 30 seconds later, he turns around and she's behind him. And he's like, I knew you wouldn't. And they walk off into the sunrise. Incredible. <laughs> the end. What would you do with a 24-hour machine? Not go on the same date for the rest of my life. Mm. I would like to use it on a weekend. Personally, Thursday would be don't, I don't have to go to day. work. Yeah. I could relive Thursday. Public holiday. I just chilled. Alright, so what was worse? Fifty First Dates, whatever, the sequel, or Velma? I haven't watched Velma, but from what I've heard, I'm Here's not the thing, my we time. can't. Because it's doing super fucking well, because everyone's hate-watching it, so it's got mad clicks. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I hate that that works. Consumerism, man, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole schmozzle. No, but see, the problem is that it's not... It's just getting clicks, because people are like, it can't really be that bad. Mm, yeah. It can't really be that bad but it can't be on purpose though i think that that oblivious and and just shit do you want to point out the stellar fact that's the only thing i wanted to bring up yeah so you go on imdb it's got a 1.3 out of 10 not bad not bad but here's the thing everyone's dumping and blaming it on mindy cowling but here's the thing the other guy, the other dude that is writing this super weird, kind of racist, kind of sexist, kind of poorly aged already thing. Yeah. It's written by a white guy in his nearly 50s. Nedda. Charlie Grandy is the creator, co-producer, co-writer, and it's his production company animating it. Mm. How the fuck does no one notice that? They co-wrote some office together. Because Mindy Kaling's a big name. I mean, she's got some sexual assault sort of rumours spinning around her too, so we'll wait for them. Everyone, we'll wait for um, Justin Roiland the sequel. Because you also have Henry Cavill has been pulled into that boat. Oh, really? He dated a 19-year-old like 10 years ago. How old was he 10 years ago? Like 29. Huh. So like, it's not weird, but it's not great. It's, it's Hollywood normal, it's everywhere else back. 
Yeah. yeah. Kind of like how people know the, the age of consent in different states. Yeah, you're not supposed to know that. Mm. Feel free to edit that out. I will be, because it doesn't sound like what it was. Does it, does it sound like it looks? If that's how it looks, you better go see a doctor. Ladies and future boys... I am in the midst of night shift. We came out of our Christmas break directly into like the worst work roster I can ever handle. And that is if you enjoy sleeping. So being conscious. So I don't know if that's shining through this episode. But I've got a sneaking suspicion it may be. Look, we're flying Under the radar. High and loose. It's it's a problem. Uh the circus goes on, but the ringmaster is dead. These aren't my monkeys. This is my circus. Let's see. I watched some Chucky. That's still good. We're getting a season three. That's exciting. I have I haven't finished season two yet, but it's hard to get because they want you to have like a streaming service that I, I don't know. You can only have if you live in particular places. Streaming's hard. Internet's hard. I miss DVDs. Yeah. Sanity's dying, so that's one less DVDs. Only if you are in Australia and you know what that is. Oh yeah, Sanity's dying. That's funny. It's accurate. Sanity is a music and DVD shop in yeah, man. Australia. It's pretty rad. I'm only up Not to anymore. the I'm I'm up to the episode of Chucky where he kills Liv Morgan, the wrestling lady. That was a fucking great episode. It was wild. Jennifer Tilly does a murder mystery. Chucky's not in it, so they have him host the episode Elvira style. No, and then he kills a wrestler. I just like the fact that you were very graphically describing this to me in the middle of Japan Disney. Well, the episode before it was super underwhelming because it was just the kid, so it, if it comes out of the gate running, it's great. It's very exciting. Uh, what else have I got? Oh, man. So, since we left this podcast, I have played one and a half bayonetas. How do you feel I, about that? And I'm still not confident I know what's happening. <laughs> I love that Bayonetta 2... Opens with explaining what Bayonetta 1 was. Because that shows that they had to retroactively, like, fix that. The whole time you were playing, because we're playing the games separately. Mm. I've taken a bit of a break because I'm just, like, trying to kill Disney Starlight Valley. Because I'm sick of the same quest line. And I'm playing Bayonetta because it's. If you've ever played it, Minnie Mouse, she's, mm. she's really. I beat her this morning. With a, with a sock full of pennies. Pretty much. Cool. And I played Bayonetta because it's got the hack and slash sort of vibes of like a Senra and Kagura, but it doesn't play as good as Senra and Kagura, which is a frankly underwhelming game engine. Those but, games but, were so pretty good, but you, you know, you the were semi trying to. You Because I started Bayonetta first, but you were semi trying to like keep stuff away from me so that, like, I didn't know what was going to happen in my playthrough. But at a certain point I realised it didn't matter because I don't just know. like, I, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I don't understand. And so, because you bought Bayonetta while we were in Japan just to, like, clear it up, didn't you? No, I bought the second one while we were over there because there's no, fun fact, no region lock on cartridges. For Nintendo Switch. Remains to be seen for the other consoles too, I think. Because now it's easier just to worry about having the servers where you buy everything online region locked. Yeah. 
And then fuck all the other shit, because that's how superfluous cartridges and games are now. Like, physical releases. Well, I mean... So we got, like, the Dragon Maid game. You got Poi Poi Molkar. I got made fun of for buying Poi Poi Molkar. That guy fucking laughed at you. Screw you guys. You, you, were, buying, you were buying some Teletubbies ass video game. I don't give no shit. You were buying Boober on the PS1. Oh, man. But anyway, yeah, we got Bayonetta 2, and then I put it on once we were home. And it's like, here's all the stuff that happened last game. I was like, you had to explain that. And I bet that, like, I bet they know that they had to explain that. Because that <laughs> game would have come out, and I'm sure a lot of people were like, I don't know. She does a lot of, like, sexy dances. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> she can do the splits. She's too damn long. She creeps me out. That is that super elongated lady. That is the only like thing you keep saying. I do like the sound bite when you do a good attack, and she just says "fuck off." It's so quiet. Like they've they've like lowered the level to make it more subtle, but man, it's funny. I enjoy them, but goddamn, I'm confused a lot of the time. The other female-led thing, I don't think that we spoke about before we went on break was Wednesday. Yeah, we watched it, and we just got the news that. We got a season two, and it's going to have... Angelica and, Houston. Yeah. Yeah, I pulled that name. I'm tired, but I know what I'm doing. We can tell what your type is. She's a vampire. Yeah, she's going to be the vampire head mistress. Yeah. It was good. She's not my type. She looked like Meg. Tall, white, big boots. Look, here's the problem with Big T Goth GS. Is if, you, if your brother marries one... They sort of lose a lot of their allure because, like, they're always around. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. But we liked it. We like Meg. We we, nice. dish, we didn't like the hide. Man, the CGI <laughs> on that thing is That must be funny. What did he look like that made me laugh? He looks like a funny joke monster, but I can't remember what from now. Remember, you showed me, and you were accurate. The monster from the woods in Smiling Friends. Yes. Yeah, the one that they beat the shit out of and then eat <laughs> for yeah. wearing blackface. It looks like that. It was. It was bad. I didn't like her. Vet. I didn't like any of the fucking characters in it. Oh, they were all so mean and actually, shitty. Funnily enough, uh, I really hate that this is the way this podcast is going. The dude. That was doing the paintings in the boat shack. The creepy looking guy with the sunken eyes. He is also coming up on SA charges. It doesn't shock me. He looks like an SA charge. Yeah. Yeah. So he might not be in the next season. That's okay. He was... He... Alright, so the only character... Spoilers. The only characters that are evil at the end are the ones that were nice at any point. Which I'm sure is supposed to be a wall red herring that they, you think they were nice, so they you wouldn't think they're the bad guys. The problem with that is like 90% of the cast fucking suck ass and it's super frustrating to be around. You ha- you have that inane hatred for Enid. She keeps looking directly at the screen in that super zoomed in camera and fucking triggers my fight or flight. <laughs> I don't like being talked to by people. <laughs> I don't like eye contact Just and I don't people. like people talking to me. That's why we do podcasts. And as long as an, as long as the listener can't respond to anything we say, I'm safe. <laughs> I mean, we don't check our emails, so... We, we should check that. We do every now and then. We got told to do a Doctor Who episode. 
then they never spoke to us again, so... Well, I didn't do a very good job. There's a lot of Doctor, Doctor Who out there. Doctor Who is just too big. It's a, yeah. It's kind of... Yeah. There's a lot. I only like shows I wasn't that don't ready. get a season two. I wasn't ready for that. Um... We played WWE 23. 2K20. No, no. That can't be this year's. You know what? Who gives a shit? We played the re- we played whatever the free wrestling game was last month on the PlayStation Store. It, it's not good. They got to they got to sink some some budget and time into those games, man, because they are lacking. The fact maybe, that that was recent shocked maybe me. Maybe one or two developers too. That surprised me that that was the current generation of gaming. Customizations are fun time, but then it crashed and I lost Dr. Fat. How long did you last in that game? I played like two fights. Yeah. I did story mode. Some random people I've never heard of talk to me because I don't know wrestling. Dishwasher's working. Um, and then it's it's hard. It doesn't play like a fighting game. It's fine. It's a wrestling game. Mm. Some lady pushed my character down and just started stomping her on the vagina and I died. I don't know. I ain't got time for it. I played Need for Speed Unbound, though. Yeah. I know some people are like, oh, it's got weeby smoke on it and your characters are cel-shaded and that's weird. I think the problem is, is that it's not enough. Yeah. Because the cars look super realistic, which is fine, the customization on it's good. This is Need for Speed. Of course it is. Yeah. The problem is, is that you're just in a normal-ass city. You're in the same fucking city as Burnout 3 or Burnout Paradise. It's all the same generic, not quite a real American city, but it is kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like they should have done more with the weird art style. Just to break it up, because otherwise it looks like Forza Horizon. Or the Need for Speed before this one. Racing games are all very similar. It's the first-person shooter genre problem. Yeah. So, I think leaning into it. It's probably a good idea. Well, I mean, that's the police are mean, though. They're very mean. Yeah, they are merciless. That game has become like more of a stealth game to me than the Hitman series. Because here's the thing: you play on a little calendar, Persona Five style, but it's broken up in day and night, and everything you do slowly builds the police heat meter. But it sticks to a twenty-four hour schedule, so no matter what you do in the in the daytime. You are fucked by night time. Yeah. And holy shit, they're everywhere and they're mad. Also, the good news <laughs> is walls don't... It, there's nothing. Yeah, there's, there's little nothing. barriers on the side of the road are fucking made out of paper mache. They, they just, you know... I enjoy building cars and dicking around on those sort of games. I like the customization on the wrestling game until I played anything about it. So, yeah. Those are the video games I have played. I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk 2 on an alleged emulator, but I own a copy of the physical release, so this is just to back up my files, so technically yeah. I'm allowed. Okay. I think that's how that works. Also, I don't think you could get access to that unless you owned it, so... We did an episode about all the Tony Hawk games back in the day. I'm pretty sure we did. Any compliments I gave to that game's level design, I would like to recant. It doesn't have the flow of the first one, no sir. I know people think it's the best one, but that's just because it has manuals. Mm. It's all you... Mm, nah. No. Nah. It ain't there, buddy. I've almost finished it, though. I'm just doing the gap list. Isn't that nice? Mm. It's got Spider-Man in it. Yeah, I know. Remember when copyrights weren't this fucking tough? <laughs> all the licensing deals and stuff? 
Mm. Are you excited for Death Becomes Her the remake? <laughs> no. That won't work. As much faith as I have in the Marlowe movie being okay, it's like the exact opposite with Death Becomes Her. You can't remake that film. It's weird as shit. It's relatively short as shit. And it has a level of goof which will be replaced by cheap CGI, I think. You know, some of the silly practical effects and the dicking around, they don't really make movies like that. Mm. Um, and what's the bet we get, like, a whole ass backstory, like, scene with that, with the, with the strange, I'm going to say witch? The lady with the potion. I, I don't know yeah, what that yeah. is. But you bet your ass we're going to get, like, a weird flashback that's kind of sepia-toned, and I bet it has Arabian music in it. It'll suck. This movie will be terrible. I like the people that are being like, oh, I didn't realise that film was underrated. I would say it's underrated. I'd never heard of it before you brought it up. Like, In the category of like weird late 90s, early 2000s kind of gothic, silly movies, i.e. Adam's Family Values, Adam's Family, Casper. Some of your, your ones. Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. You know that whole era of, like, Tim Burton-esque shit? Mm. You know, that sort of stuff? It was in that, but it's... I wouldn't say it's as known as any of those. Yeah, but well, that's my point. It's it's the one that doesn't have Christina Ricci in it. <laughs> um, yeah, th- it doesn't... That movie has no explanation sort of to it. No, it just assumes you know stuff. Movies don't do that shit no more, man. It's like, a the viewer will put two and two together. Yeah, they don't have that faith. They like to explain every fucking thing. And then when they don't, it's weird. You yeah. spend an entire trilogy of Christopher Nolan over-explaining every single bullshit detail in those fucking Batman movies that aren't that good. Settle down. And then they name drop Robin terribly because it's not even his No, name. I wasn't even up to that. They explain every little detail about every intricate, stupid fucking thing. How they have to justify how he gets his cows and stuff. Normally he saves someone and gets a favour. That's how the Batmobile happens in the animated series. That's canon. He has Harold in the cave usually tinkering along with stuff. He doesn't need to order Halloween stuff and then do some weird justification for it. And then when he gets out of the big hole that Bane lived in... Mm. I don't think that's in Corton Maltese. That's in the other one, whose name I am forgetting. I don't know. He's gone. I was born in that Yeah, yeah. So Bruce Wayne crawls out of that. There's a bomb rigged to explode in Gotham City in probably another country. <laughs> he gets out, and then he's like, all right, I'll get back. And then we cut to him in Gotham again, full suit. It's like, how the fuck did that happen? He doesn't have a wallet on him, for fuck's sake. How the hell did he move out of... I'm going to Google where bank comes from. He just walks, walks into the... Santa something? Yeah, he he walks into the airport, and he goes, you know who I am? Do, do you know who I am? Yeah. The Batman. I'm still going. Maybe so he connects to the Kim Possible people. Caribbean Island. Because they, the they can no. just turn up whenever they want. Hmm. Oh man, this is harder to go than I thought. Why can't I just be smart all the time? Mm. Good episode. We bu- we burned through all our topics. We're all good. What time is it? Thirty-five. 
tell me more about something. Tell me more. <laughs> Santa Prisca. There you go. Fuck me. That took so much work. You were close. You said Santo. It was Santa song. I thought there was a scene in it. Santa Claus? Yeah, I'm probably thinking about Santa Claus. Um, Netflix are in hot water at the moment. No, nah, they just said something dickish. Yep. That, oh man, that's funny. I, th- I think that it's a good balance between just completely just going against your fan base and just like, but also being cool and not giving a fuck. What, you think saying that they've never cancelled a popular we've show never, is okay? We, yeah, we've never cancelled a good show. If you're upset about one of them, you're a loser. <laughs> that second part is just kind of it's assumed implied. that... Yeah, it is. It's very implied. Cause, um, but I mean, it's pretty shitty to renew a show and then cancel it. Well, aside from Inside Job, what's the other one that got cancelled? There's quite a few. Yeah. 18-something or other. It's not as bad as HBO Max, which killed everything just to make room for Velma for some reason. Mm. Um, We're waiting for the announcements from James Gunn for DC. Yeah. Warner Brothers are doing some weird stuff. Because they've also gotten rid of um, Eddie Redman. Like, they're getting rid of the Fantastic Beast franchise. Just because they don't sell. Halfway through the contract, though. Ten people saw that last one. True. Because no one cares. That's like the Harry Potter is garbage. Stop trying. Make a Skullduggery fucking pleasant movie like they were gonna in the first place. Um, same can be said for the Avatar series, considering it got completely annihilated by Puss in Boots. <laughs> it still did good though, didn't it? It did okay, but Puss in Boots did better. I think for some fucking baffling reason, the Shrek movies have a longevity. And, like, a nostalgia to them, whereas... I think I they even... came out at just the right time. No one remembers or cares about Avatar. No. That's the thing. It was it was pretty to look at. That's it. Yeah. Its story was dull. And I'm pretty sure told a million other times and a million other things. Yeah. Unobtainium. You fucking serious. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so. so there's going to be, like, nine more of those... When we could have been getting a later two by now. Do you think they're going to keep going with it? Avatar? They kind of have to. Yeah, they've got it. Disney will force it because they have the theme park thing going on. Yeah, but they've got enough there. They'll push it. They'll keep going. Um, Speaking of 100 years of Disney, I'm, I'm the only excited for it, so... How long till Mickey Mouse is a royalty-free character? Um, it depends, because the last time he was about to come out of copyright, they just extended everybody's copyright. Yeah, I know. They can't do that forever, though. There is a very good chance that they are going to try it again. But in the next 10 to 15 years, he should be coming out. Sweet. DreamWorks Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's not what we have to worry about. Were you worried about porn? I can show you Rule 34. It's oh, already oh, here. Oh, no, I know that's already exists. You worried about another Peter Pan or Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Uh, Peter Pan is very different. Because he's Peter- already a terrifying character. He breaks into people's houses Peter- and steals their children. Peter Pan still has, like, ages. <laughs> I can see why Michael Jackson liked him so much. Because he didn't come out till 90... 1954? 
What was the age of consent in 54? Depends on what country you're in. All I'm saying, Peter Pan's a groom. He didn't rape her. He didn't have to. He didn't know what sex is. No, because he's that mentally unstable. How, how did we get from me being excited about the fact that we're getting old school Disney merch to you wanting to have sex with Tinkerbell? I don't. That, that fucking, that Roll 34 is fucking wild, man. I don't want to get jerked off by a ladybug. I'm I'm excited because they, you get a bunch of Oswald they're dropping stuff. like old school stuff. They've got this really fun animator mug that I haven't shown yet because you've been asleep. Yeah, I've been asleep. And and it's pretty. I don't want it. Splash me out in the bathwater. They're doing yeah. the Belle Delphine thing. I like that. That's hers now. I'm claiming it's not even from a Disney park. You're in just tap water. Yeah. I think you'd know because Splash Mountain Water would have, like, particles in it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, It'd be nasty. Splash Water is probably some of the cleanest water in that park. You could be the best quality water in that park and still be running, like, a 2 out of 10. Nah. I think a lot of it has the ashes of dead people in it. No. Splash Mountain's actually pretty well filtrated and stuff like that. The biggest issue you have with Splash is alligators. Well, then it's got alligator poop in it. No, because they get them out. Unlike other areas in that park. I'm just saying. Not that I'm... I'm just saying, man. Not that I know anything that happens in that. Allegedly. Magic Kingdom in Florida. Good old Florida. If if they start selling um, bottles of water from Jungle Cruise, don't touch it. Why, is there a dead body in it? Probably. There's, there's, There's... Upturned haunted, urns nah, just around that park all the time. Ha- haunted Mansion is the worst fashion. That's such a weird spot. To the point that there is a code for closing down that ride. Well, why, don't you talk about, why don't you talk about all the dead bodies in there? No. There's not dead bodies in there. Is that is that so yes. like your lonely ghost relative can have like ghosts to be friends with? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Please stop putting your relatives in Disney rides. They're going to get vacuumed weird. up anyway. Yeah, they're just going in the bin. <laughs> Out the back of Disney somewhere. Yeah, not even on the premises. It's in the dumpster behind it. Yeah. So, don't do that. We're bringing out cool Disney merch. Because I want it. Did they have some cool merch at the Disney Sea? I like the idea of Disney Sea. Yeah. That's, the, that's one of the Japanese Disney parks. Because they've already got Disneyland. Magic Kingdom. Disney sees the other thing. That's the other part. They need to do Disney Space next. Well, that's kind of Epcot. Mm. No, Epcot's an empty shell of what it could have been. A brutal dictatorship separate from the US government. Listen to our episode about Epcot to find out how fucking that is not a joke. They're getting close, though. By the time we visit, it'll be remodeled. What do you mean closer? Are they gonna? Are they? <laughs> what are they gonna do? They're gonna defect from the United States. Technically, Disney World already has. They have their own police force and stuff. They have everything except for a mayor. They should get one. It would be Mickey Mouse in a hat. No, because they're, they're just small enough that they don't legally have to have one. The independent nation of Walt Disney. They, they are big enough that they have everything. The Republic of but Walt. But they are small enough that they don't have anything. Yeah. How convenient. Yeah. 
They, they, well planned. Yeah. Well planned. We'll give it to them. X is going to give it to them. What are you excited for in the coming year? Because um, we're waiting on Warner Brothers to announce stuff. We're waiting on DC to announce stuff. That's the thing. We're sort of stuck in a weird spot. Marvel have said they're doing Phase 5, but haven't actually explained what that means. There's too many phases, too. Mostly because no one cares. Yeah, it's too hard. Star Wars are having their mini-reboot. Yeah, but they have one of those every few years, don't they? They do. I've been in a life for a couple of them. Like, three or four. I'd say three, because you've got prequels, and then you have sequels, and then you have, like, all this weird stuff how they're like, this just translates better to TV on Disney+. Plus. Let's just do Mandalorian and, like, seven or eight other different Mandalorians. Yeah. Book of Bubble. That's worried. one of them. Don't look at me like that. I'm worried. None of them do it for me. You're not interested in anything coming in this year? No, I'm not interested in Star Wars. <laughs> Why? Are you, you're looking at me like there's supposed to be something I'm thinking of here. I'm just trying to fill time, buddy. Oh, I see. Because you told me you had like 20 things written down that you wanted to talk about. I did. We nailed them. So here's what's happening in Bayonetta, all right? There's like a big statue dude. He's probably not always a statue, but at some point he's a statue. And he sees all these little people walking around, and he's like, they should have free will. And someone else is like, nah. All right. So then he's like, well, check this out. And he, like, gives them his eyes. But one of his eyes is, like, the good good guy eye. And the other one's, like, your bad guy eye. <laughs> okay? So it's like a yin-yang thing. Maybe it's the little dots in the yin-yang. Who cares? So... So one of them makes you do good things, and the other one is, like, your more, like, impulsive things. You know, like, the devil and the angel on your shoulders kind of vibe. Alright, so you got those, and they're protected by, like, some witches and shit. You got the Lumen Sages for the good guy eye. Don't you want it, me? And fucking, you've got... Oh, what's Bayonetta's one called? The Umbra Witches, alright? They're in charge of the bad guy eye. Alright? And then, like, something went down. Someone made a play for one or the other or something, and then, like, all everything got all crazy. And then some asshole with a monocle wants to put the eyes back in the statue so the statue will, like, wipe out humanity and start it again from scratch. He's like, we're going to reboot it. And then I'm pretty sure we killed him, but then we didn't do a good job enough. And that's Bayonetta 1. Okay? <laughs> I still don't know if the kid is me in a time loop or not. I don't think I'm going to figure it out. The guy in it's voiced by the guy who voices PS4 Spider-Man, which is distracting as shit to listen to. I don't know. That's about all I got. But they had to explain that to me in Bayonetta 2, because I don't know what happens. I swear to God, Bayonetta 1 has like eight or nine endings. Constantly, I was like, yeah, this is over. And then like it kept going, and I fought like the rival witch. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then more stuff happened. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Man, I don't know. It's all set pieces, and then they'll figure out the plot later, you know? Gives off that vibe. Well, it worked out for them, because, like, it's still going. Yeah. The craziness of the news that was revolving around 3 when it came out is kind of what put it on my radar. That was a fun week. Yeah. They're not paying me. Oh, they are, but, like, fuck abortions, right, guys? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? 
No, it was they're not paying me. And then they said, yeah, we then are. And they said, yes, we are. Here's Edward. And then she said, yes, they are, but fuck abortions. <laughs> yeah. It was like three or four days there that we were like, what weird tennis match is this that you guys are playing? And then the fact, look, people who are pro-life and all that shit are usually tedious, annoying Catholic people. By stereotype. Um, so the fact that it's a game where you play as, like, a gothy witch who's just going around killing angels constantly, is it's wild to me that that is the pro-life guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe she feels bad. She is not her character. No. No, sir. She's, like, the exact fucking opposite. So expect me to try to do an episode where I explain Bayonetta. Mostly so that you can work out what the fuck is happening. It's mostly for my own personal benefit. You know what? I bet a bunch of people have played their game and get it. Mm. I don't care. I wasn't even tired at the time. Still couldn't figure it out. What do you think about that? Well, I think... Oh yeah, spoilers, because I know you're not finished yet. Speaking about not figuring it out, mm. I think that's as figured out as this podcast is going to be. Yeah, man. Oh, I played New Vegas this time, and I did a much better job, everybody. You didn't, you know, make your guy a retard immediately? No, I gave him an intelligence amount. My problem was is that I thought that game was like... Oh, man. It, it sounds dumb in hindsight. But I was playing that game like it was like a Tony Hawk game or something. You know, like a Tony Hawk 4 or an Underground. Like, you walk along, some dude will give you a quest, and you go do the fucking quest. Who didn't realize there was I didn't know there was story. factions and shit. I'd never played Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know any of this stat stuff. I was just meandering around, and people would be like, hey, you should do a thing. I'd be like, okay, I'll go do a thing. Off I go, I assassinate a president. Suddenly, a bunch of people are mad. I'm like, I don't fucking know. And then at the end, there's a little robot with a big smiley face. It's like... You want to just, like, wipe out everyone and be a dictator with me? I was like, I guess. Shit. <laughs> no one else will be my friend. I had nothing else to do today. Yeah, you bet. But this time, I mm, I still sided with a robot, kind of. You do like the robots in those games better than anybody else. The NCR might have been a big step forward for humanity post-war once, but not in Vegas, man. They're overstretched. They're incompetent. They're just dicking around. They have good intentions, but... It's a it's a road to hell. I just mean you also picked, like, Nick Valentine. He is a gentleman, <laughs> and he's a fun, noir guy like Philip Marlowe. You, you like a Cogsworth. I didn't use Cogsworth much. He got flanked over there. They're just funny looking. I'm just saying, you seem to prefer the, the first person you had sex with was also a That was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to consensually bed that woman. <laughs> just saying. I was flirting with her for information. I didn't know. I didn't know I was apparently, that charismatic. Apparently, Shit. brains in jars are your new attraction. Slimy. Ugh. Yeah, and the Legion are just fucking barbarians. I ain't got time for them. If Mister House wants to go to space, he can go to space. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, mad that he killed the kings though. Hmm. Rude. Rude. Hmm. <laughs> That's every, it. every fucking time I pick up a Fallout game, I inadvertently genocide the Brotherhood of Steel. I don't know how this keeps happening. <laughs> Clearly, you just I'm going to have to play that, that like infamous Fallout Brotherhood of Steel game just to just to see how I fuck that up. <laughs> That's the one with the big titties. Well, Remember that one? No. Oh, ho, ho. 
So they had another company that wasn't the first company or the Bethesda company do like a different one. But it was in the age of extreme shit, right? It had an energy drinks actual sponsorship instead of Nuka Cola. I'm gonna find a picture of the um. I think they were just fiends, fiend arch mother maybe. But this woman, right, does not. If I showed you this, you would think it's perv stuff and Fair. not. Yeah, no, you wouldn't think it's related at fucking all. And um, I'm gonna keep talking out loud while I stall, while I look for um, this. What? What's her fucking name? She's Jan, apparently. Personally, I'm not a pervert now. Would you even recognize that as a Fallout anything? No. No, that is... <coughs> That's a really bad Betty Page yeah. knockoff. With some fucking hate Or like Barbed Wire or something. Hey, somehow that's more dignified than Bob. <laughs> no, the opposite. Barbed Wire has more dignity than you. Ugh. Apparently it's not very good. Mm. Mm. I... Th- oh, that's the other news story that I do get excited about. We'll finish here. The, um... The Obsidian director would really like to do a Fallout game before he retires. He wants to just do one more. What do you think about that? Let him do it. Fuck yeah. Like, he did the interview and all the fans are looking at each other and be like, yeah, how? Like, how do we do this? Because Who do we tag? Because Bethesda, man, slow company. Very slow company. Yeah. They're doing Starfield now. There'll probably be some DLCs, what have you. And then in, like, another fucking five years, we're going to get the next Elder Scrolls. We're not going to see Fallout again for ten fucking years. At minimum. At least. Yeah, that's right. What are they going to do? Keep thinking I'm going to try 76 again? No, I like that. Yeah. It's not made for me. Because they don't pause. Yeah. So, it's completely off the table for me and the way I play those games. But if we're going to wait a decade anyway... Let let the guys who made New Vegas, one of the most beloved ones in the franchise, it's literally just a pissing contest between New Vegas fans and three fans at this point. Yeah. Fucking let him put one out. Why not? It'll fill in that time gap. And Bethesda has all the merch. So they'll yeah. still make bank anyway. No, honestly, the, the, every side is an upside. Yeah. So I would love our next free period to have some sort of announcement. Especially because Microsoft are having a Bethesda... I don't know, conference, stream, thingamajig later. Uh, just, just let them do it, man. Yeah. New Vegas is built out of, like... You know how um, Ocarina of Time is just kind of... No, sorry, Majora's Mask is made out of Ocarina of Time. New Vegas was made out of Fallout 3. Yeah. No one cared. No one was mad about that. No one was mad about the graphical limitations. If they did one built out of Fallout 4 or the 76 engine, I don't think I'd give a shit. I'd still play it. Yeah. A little bit of a graphic dip isn't a problem. I've been playing PS1 for fucking weeks. Yeah. So, fingers crossed on that one. That would be good. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Alright. Welcome to the year. We promise to be slightly more organized next episode. Because <laughs> it involves notes. Oh, yeah, I can just read a smart thing I said. Oh, thank God. That, that'll help. Let's hope I can read. No promises being me. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, rate, review, subscribe, 
listen to old episodes, because we brought up a few of them this week. There's plenty in there. Have a scroll around. Uh, there is no doubt something that is mildly interesting to at least one person. Somewhere in those... Somewhere we, in the depths. Stuff once. That's right. Uh, I have been your host, Toby Paula. I've been joined by producer Kaya. I have been here. Um, class dismissed. Fucking hell. This has been a minute since so I had to remember that. Thank you.